All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. My good friend, Lori Spagna, is back with us today. And we're going to be talking about, well, channeling with the collective. And we're going to talk about ascension updates and your DNA. And so we always love talking to Lori about DNA and ascension and upgrades and all that wonderful stuff. So uh, today is going to be slightly different because we're also going to be t- talking about channeling, what real channeling is. We're going to talk about or receive channeled information and insight from the collective. We're going to talk about some ascension updates for current world affairs as they relate to the ascension experience, uh, the ascension cycle as it relates to humanity's current timeline and trajectory. We're going to talk about your dormant DNA, sacred key codes and star code markings, divine templates, how to activate your DNA what real superhuman abilities are and how to unlock your superhuman abilities and how you can live in alignment with divine source so you can be. So all that and more, of course. And if you don't know Lori, she's been with us many, many times for years now. And so as a favorite guest, we love having her. It's always a high vibe show. But for those of you who may be new to her, Lori is a best-selling author, a spiritual catalyst, a master intuitive a mentor, a guide, multidimensional channel, an animal communicator, an energy healer, visionary, and luminary who has transformed the lives of thousands of humans and animals via her channeled ascension guidance, intuition, sacred energy, healing, transmissions, and animal communication. She helps heart-centered visionary leaders make global impact using intuitive guidance, energetic support, metaphysical tools, and higher consciousness so that they can achieve new levels of success break through their own glass ceilings, make the impact they came here to make, contribute to the expansion and upliftment of humanity and achieve their highest fulfillment. So I'm so excited because we always have so much to talk about. So much comes through um, in these calls with Lori. And again, you know, I would suggest that you all grab some water as well, because it is, (laughs) like I said, going to be a high vibe call. So grab some water or something to drink because you're going to need it. And so uh, please join me in welcoming Lori back to the show. Lori, welcome. Hello, Hello, everyone. Hi, Laura. Thank you for having me today. Oh, absolutely. I'm so so glad you're here. And I know you've had a busy week, but there's so much to talk about with with regards to Ascension, with regards to what's going on in the collective, what's going on in the planet, what's going on with us individually. Tomorrow is the equinox. You know, so there's a lot of stuff going on, right? Um, right now, so also Ganesh's birthday was yesterday, so it's an 11 day festival. So there's a lot of that high vibe energy as well. <laughs> oh, we love Ganesh. Yeah. So there's, the you know, yeah. there's a lot to talk about, right? So, um, I wanted to start off, Lori, if you can, because we're going to be talking about channeling and you wanted to talk about, you know, what channeling really is. And I think that's important for people to understand because there are so many channels and so many people do channeling and channeled information and so on and so forth so maybe you know we it, we could use some clarity on on some mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. well let's start with the most basic the most basic truth as far as i'm concerned is that every human every animal every plant every mineral everything in a sense is a channel everything is a channel for the divine mm-hmm. to exist to be to bring forth to to expand, to experience, to elevate, right? So that that is fundamental truth, right? It's not, it may be perceived subjectively, but objectively it's true because all of reality is the divine. 
and we may experience it in different ways or through our own lens, whatever our identifications are, our beliefs, etc. But in actuality, and <laughs> whether you whether you are a quantum scientist, a quantum physicist, or a spiritualist of some kind or another, all there is is the divine ultimately so all of us are aspects of that and so everything that exists here and everything that's brought through here is some degree or another of channeling so let's just start with that fundamental truth so what we're about to talk about then does not discredit anyone's perspective on what channeling is i'm offering my experience and perspective on this so from that when we talk about a channel most of our those of us who have been on a spiritual path or, you know, in this community, we, we experience a channel, the most, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The most um, historically defined term of channel is a trance channel. Mm-hmm. Typically that's the, that's where channeling in, in history, in a sense, um, sort of started to come into this world. And that's where somebody in a sense, what they're doing is, They're giving up the sovereign right, in a sense, to be the sole occupant of their body as a a trans channel. And they're saying, I will, in a sense, step aside and allow some other being or consciousness to come through and, in a sense, take over the sovereign individual right to my embodiment and utilize me as a tool. That's a trance channel. They might not define it exactly or precisely that way, but that is what it is. They're letting someone else come in and take over. And in a sense, they're giving up a certain amount of their own sovereignty by allowing that other force to come through. That kind of channeling is what we have traditionally known. That was the word I was looking for, the traditional type of channel. When I was very early on in my awakening journey, I was living in Maui and I was having all kinds of beings come to me, a lot of especially so-called dead beings, you know, people who had crossed over, family members. I had a lot of like famous people somehow. I didn't know how it was happening. I wasn't trained at that time. I, I, I didn't go through my own training. I never really went through formal training in this stuff. But at that time, some part of me knew they would, a lot of them would invite, would sort of invite me to let them come through. And I would be like, no, not interested. You're not taking possession of my body. And so I never thought I was really going to be a channel. I just felt like it wasn't my path because I would, I knew intuitively that that was not for me to give up my sovereign right. And over the years, what ended up happening as a healer, because I've been a healer. And for me, a healer does not is not about the physical form, although it can be. It's more about the mental, the emotional, the beliefs, the belief systems, the energetic structures, the the the, the energetic blocks that inhibit us or in, interfere in our in our living our most benevolent best life in in our alignment with our divine source. As I did all that healing, I came into the awareness more and more that I could just be at one at one with whatever it was. So, so we're talking about the kinds of channelings. That's my kind of channeling. It's uh, what I'm doing in a sense is merging. Now, before I say that, let's just talk about some of the other channels to stay with your question is that other types of channeling. One of the most 
prevalent kinds of channeling, when people say they're channeling, most of the time what they're getting is some kind of information or insight. And then they they take that through their human self and then they bring it forward. And so in a sense, what they're doing is it's not a trans channeling, it's a relaying of information. They're relaying some kind of information. It might be a brain dump, it might just be a download, it might be some kind of psychic psychic info or intel. And in that case, it could be coming from their own higher self or some version of their own consciousness, which ultimately that's real too. Or it could be from, you know, an angelic being or a guide or, you know, whoever identifies. And if that human involved, whoever that human is, is translating effectively in the relaying of information, then, you know, that that's an effective kind of channeling. But it's not a real, it's not a pure channel in the sense that there's still a filter of some degree or another in that channel. And the filter comes through that human identification, that human lens. Sometimes it could even be that they're, that they do automatic writing, right? That's another form of channeling. So they're receiving some information. They're getting their brain out of the way as much as they can, and they're letting it flow through the writing. That's another kind of channeling. Still not my kind of channeling. My channeling, what I call is merging. And to my knowledge, I don't know anyone else who does this. I never learned it from anyone else. That's why I say I, my, my, my learning, my training was self-taught in this because what ended up happening, as I said, was I did so much clearing, so much healing on myself, so much alignment with my source that eventually I broke through so many boundaries. I found myself to be so empathic, so sensitive that I started to realize the difference between what's mine or what's another's really became inconsequential, insignificant, that it just became mine. And whatever was in my field, I took 100% responsibility for. And as I did that more and more, I found that I could just merge and unify. And while I still understood that there was an individuated aspect of self, myself, I also understood that in reality, I was in a kind of a collective where I was unified with, with multiple consciousnesses working together as one. And I could speak as one with that collective. And the collective could be a group of animals or an individuated animal or, again, angelics or ascended masters, divine goddesses, etc., or source consciousness. And this this became, for me, and then I'll stop here, more and more effortless to do it over time because I was looking for ways to support and assist the people that I was working with and the animals with the most direct, the fastest, most direct, most effective um, either energy or consciousness. And so it became so much faster and easier if I just would merge with them and say, okay, we're the collective. Here we are. Let's bring this through. And the the effects that people would receive in terms of energy, healing, consciousness, and animals too, that would just be so much faster and more easy and graceful and effective if we if I just did it through this merging and delivering in that way. So I hope that makes sense. Yes. I hope that 
that's an elaborate answer, but that's kind of yes, how I do things. Absolutely. I love it. And I, I, I love that you shared all the other forms of channeling as well. And with the merging, um, of course, like you said, it came about because of all the work, the inner work that you did on yourself, right? And yeah. so, you know, for a lot of us who are doing the inner work, you know, and depending on how much we've done, et cetera, you know, we are we are also in effect in those moments merging with the divine or merging with our higher self or merging with, you know, our I am presence, et cetera, whatever words you want to use, right? So that for me, that feels very uh I, I resonate completely. It it feels it rings true, you know, it's like definitely a possibility that we all can at some point experience, right? Yeah. Well, what it is, is in a sense, we're removing those aspects that are all, everything's energetic, everything, Mm -hmm. whether it's beliefs or belief systems, perspectives, judgments, opinions, emotions, all the emotional energy, everything is energetic, um, energetic that keeps us in density. And Mm -hmm. the density is in a sense, the gravity, the physical, non-physical gravity that keeps us in the what we call the third dimensional reality. So all that density and heaviness is what's keeping us in that form of separation. So the more of the density that we clear, heal, and resolve on our journey, the more we are elevating, uplifting ourselves, and aligning ourselves with more fullness, wholeness, and oneness, essentially, yes? So you're right. I mean, the thing is, I think for all of us, we're, we're at different stages in our journey, what we need to heal or resolve or address or awaken into or embrace or embody more of, right? That's the unique part of the journey that we all go through in our own unique timing. Absolutely. I'm still on the path. I'm still on the journey. I'm still doing work on myself, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Healing and just gaining insights into the way I process things or the way, you know, just whatever awarenesses I get. And um, it's, it's a journey. It's, it's, you know, it's going to continue. Right. But we, you know, if, if we talk about stages and all that stuff, some of us are at, I'm not going to say higher or lower, but we're all at different stages depending on our journey, our path and what we are doing or, and or not doing. It's all good. It's all perfect. It's all right. It's just, Um, in my opinion, it's debris, right? Again, it's another form of, energetic debris so the debris in a sense is the debris is the energetic density that keeps us in some form of dense I guess I already said it I guess I don't need to re-say it I'm agreeing with you yes totally yeah and and the goal is for me I think is to you know release that density or transmute and transform that density into light wisdom awareness consciousness etc yeah. Well, well, the thing is, is like, if you think about we're becoming the best versions of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I am and have lived my life. I really have to the best of my ability lived in my life, always attempting to be the best version of myself. And I haven't done that perfectly or right all the time. And I've made lots of mistakes on my journey. And at the same time, I have been relentless in my pursuit of of my own personal expansion and elevation. 
And I've, and in also in attempting to really do my best to facilitate that for others and to help others along their journey in becoming the best version of their self, themselves so that they could succeed in whatever ways their life, their soul's agenda has in store for them. Because this is another thing I, I was even thinking about this today. And even with like the current astrology and the eclipses coming up, I was thinking, wow, there, there's such a, an intense, time of calling right now for people to, I'm sort of listening as I say this, that's always how my channel starts. So it starts calling me in, right? But um, an intense time, I will allow this. So I'll, let me just, just go, I'll put, put this on pause for a second. So this is the collective. I call them the collective. It's the easy. I used to call them benevolent beings of love and light, but it's like what they're saying is let's refer to us as the collective, so what they're going to bring through is some of what's going on right now related to empowerment and the discussion that we've been having so far. But I just want to introduce them as the collective is really it's my collective. And this collective is a group of many beings, some of whom come and go. They're not always the same beings in my collective, but they're always 100% in service to the light. And in service and support of God's source creator, these are her words, our words would simply be the divine or God, all that is, God's source creator's plan of and for lighted creation, which is a plan for humanity to come into alignment with more consciousness and with their own divinity, to restore, they're talking about the plan now, to restore every individual's being, every individual's right not only to awaken, but also to choose with consciousness what experiences they will have, rather than to be unconsciously swayed and persuaded into experiences that are not to their liking or conscious choosing. This is all part of God's plan for lighted creation. Now, we as the collective will continue to share on behalf of the one who speaks, for she has now fully allowed us to come through. For all beings listening here now at this time, know this, we serve the light, for it is our desire as a collective to bring humanity into more alignment with God's path, with God's plan, to allow humanity to reawaken and reemerge into their own divinity, which is Again, as been stated, as has been stated, to have the consciousness to choose what they will experience and to more fully, wholly and completely understand their role for all beings have a role. Here are the most basic fundamental truths regarding your role. Your role is largely almost entirely guided by what you think and perceive and believe and how you feel almost entirely. We say not all, not wholly entirely because there are very large degree aspects of what you have pre-chosen as a soul to allow into your experience and or to disallow. There are pre-chosen choices that you have then to choose from in your conscious and unconscious choices, you see, but overall understanding that your overall reality is almost entirely dictated by what you see, perceive, and believe, 
and what you feel, what you put your attention on, where you put your attention. And so if your attention is being drawn to and coerced into something that is not to your liking, and you still give your attention to it, you are giving your power away. For this is the direction we chose to lead this call through for today, which is to recognize your own personal power, the empowerment that you have within yourself to place your attention on that which is serving your most benevolent best. And to continuously be directing your attention, your thoughts, your emotions towards what serves your most benevolent best. For you see, this intention alone will guide and lead you. For you see, this intention alone will serve you, not through, let us rephrase this, will serve you by allowing you to focus on what is for your most benevolent best, which includes things that your soul's agenda has chosen for you and may include things which are not necessarily always positive in your viewpoint, which are not necessarily always pleasant in your viewpoint, but are nonetheless for your most benevolent best. You see many of you very often attempt to focus only on that which you desire, only on that which is pleasant, only on that which is positive. And in so doing, you often spiritually bypass without knowing. Others of you oftentimes give your attention to things which are not for your most benevolent best, for they have sucked you into the game. You have been sucked into the game somehow, the game of duality. And that is not necessarily for your best, your most benevolent best. And in some cases could be to your own harm and detriment. This is why we are defining this here. If you are willing to trust and allow and know that you are consciously choosing that which is for your most benevolent best, which includes, in general, harm to none, then you will be aligned on the trajectory that God's source creator, in this one's words, chooses for humanity. You see, it is not all always positive, for your soul does have an agenda, in many cases, which includes resolving unresolved issues from this or other lifetimes. And so in those cases, that agenda may include sometimes things which are not always positive. And we use these air quotes to help you understand, for from our perspective, they are positive, because from our perspective, they are enabling you to resolve these unresolved issues. So align yourself with that which is for your most benevolent best. Choose to put your mind's Focus and attention on that. Do not carpet sweep. These are the words of the one who speaks. Attempt to spiritually bypass by only choosing that which is only positive all the time. And know that that which is in your reality presenting to you is there for you to address and resolve. And use that consciousness always in service to your most benevolent best agenda, knowing that ideally there will always be harm to none in that agenda. We hope this has been helpful to you. We are interested in attempt in assisting you to reclaim your power. This is what is going on. For this is where the one who is speaking here now 
allowing this consciousness to come forward. This is where she was attempting to bring the conversation. There are planetary alignments, forces of the universe that are going on at this time that are attempting with conscious intention to steer you in the direction of reclaiming your power. For your power has been usurped through the external forces, the external forces of your reality. While the planetary forces and universal forces may also be to some degree or another, in many cases are, also external forces in the external reality, Many of these types of forces we are referring to are working on behalf of the divine and in service to the divine and God's will for lighted creation. Whereas many of the other external forces we are referring to, where they have attempted, and there is no they, we are referring to these as a they, as is forces and energies and sources, etc. They have attempted in this old paradigm paradigm, to usurp your power, we are attempting to guide you so that you may reclaim your power by by recognizing the forces which are working on your behalf. You see? The forces that are working on your behalf to assist you in reclaiming your power so that you may take your rightful place in this paradigm as one who serves the light. Now let us define, and then we will pause, for we know this has been quite quite a long delivery. Let us simply define this terminology, the light, so that you may be aware. The light is that which desires the expansion the upliftment of humanity. The light is that which desires your upliftment, your expansion, your elevation, your expanded wisdom, energy, consciousness, light. It does not seek to contract you, keep you small or stuck or limited. So forces of the light will work with you and for you in this way, to expand, to uplift, to elevate. And in some cases, the forces of the light may utilize forces of the dark if it serves the agenda of the light. Please understand that dark does not mean evil in this definition. Dark means contraction in this definition. So if it requires you in some way to experience something that is somewhat unpleasant so that you can expand, we see that as the forces of the light utilizing the dark. We see that as a way that your soul's agenda to resolve whatever it is here to resolve can fulfill its own mission and purpose. regardless. The forces of light do not work in secrecy, do not work 
in coercion or manipulation and will not ever attempt to usurp your power and certainly will not in any way, shape or form deliberately attempt to take away your free will right to choose. We are attempting to restore that in a conscious way. We hope this has been helpful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you. And it's it's very enlightening. And it's also, well, I can't believe I use that word. I have no idea anyways, how long that went on for, but I'm like a little astounded by it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was, it was great. And, um, you, you know, I had a question that was coming through, but then you were able to answer it during that uh, channeling, right? So it's like, you know, a, a personal question and that you were able to chat, uh, answer during that channeling. But it is, you know, I think I think we should emphasize or clarify for everybody that, you know, when you are going through like a difficult time, you know, challenges, you know, it feels very heavy, feels very dense times. Sometimes that is the light using that density, that darkness to awaken you to more light to to who you truly are and to your sometimes patterns beliefs thoughts etc right that's what I will yeah and it also is I mean a lot of times what that is Alara is like the energetic of that density that is leave that is in a sense leaving you see this is this is the part of the trap of the reality is because the human when we're going through a hard time we're trying to navigate it with our left brain we're trying to figure it out. We're like, what's going on here? Why am I feeling this way? Like, what, what am I, if we're, if we're conscious, we're asking like a high vibe question, like, what am I meant to heal or resolve? You know, what, do, you know, what is it within me that's drawing this question, this experience to me or having this experience so that I can heal and resolve it, right? That's a, that we call that a lofty question. It's an uplifting question that's opening and expanding us. So if we're if we're doing our inner work that's going on our brain is trying to figure it out like what's going on right but the brain cannot figure it out mm-hmm. the left analytical brain is way too limited and the other thing that happens is unfortunately when we're going through this ascension journey what you have is all of this incredible um inertia i call it it's called inertia but it's like the way i've been taught about it it's like a blob it's mm-hmm. this energetic density and you have this density that it just, it's going to like, um, I'm asking for the right word. It wants to encapsulate you in a way that is not to your betterment. It wants to, this is what's coming through. It wants to, in a sense, keep you stuck. When we refer to this, I'm saying I'll allow, yes, so we are here again. As it is referred to, this so-called inertia, in in point of fact, is actually energetic minutia that exists in the field of consciousness that is comprised of, of collective energies that could be labeled as Thoughts and opinions, judgments and perspectives, emotions, all degrees of pain and suffering. This is what we would refer to as egoic structure. 
And when humans are identifying with it, they believe that they have an ego. They take this on as if it is their own. Because this is what this, in the words of the one who speaks, blob, this is what this blob attempts to do, this inertia. It is not a conscious living thing. It does not encapsulate, it does not have a soul of its own, and yet it is comprised of energetics from the whole of humanity that is residing, existing in a bandwidth of energy that is always at some plateau or another for one to break through. So you see, when you, the human, are going through some form of pain or suffering and you are attempting to navigate your way out of or through it, and you are utilizing a very limited portion of your entirety, meaning a left analytical brain. You are not able to, in the moments you are going through it, you are not able to utilize the fullness and the wholeness of your knowing, including all of your extrasensory abilities. You are stuck. And this inertia, this field of density, that is creating its own glass ceiling, so to speak, that is terminology, its own energetic entrapment, your analytical brain and the limited capacity of that brain is not able to break through this plateau. This is an energetic field. And it becomes excruciatingly painful to attempt to break through because it is filled with this inertia of the similarly energetic vibrational bandwidth of the similar frequencies of those same thoughts and emotions and opinions and judgments, etc. And so you are attempting to break through and you cannot, for it is the frequency or the vibration where you have resided at. And so what is required to break through, which is the correct question to ask, What is required to have the breakthrough from this frequency fence is a newer, lighter energy from, in a sense, the other side of the fence. You see the other side of the fence. This is an excellent example would be to imagine a hand reaching down from you, someone who is helping you to climb out of your own boiling pot, so to speak, someone who is on the other side, so to speak, of that frequency fence. Another example, if someone was standing on the other side of a fence that you were attempting to climb over and you could not get over the fence. And so they climbed up to the top and reached over and pulled you over. This is an example, you see, but your brain cannot figure out how to climb over that fence because you are trapped on the other side and you cannot see the way up or out. This is the challenge that humans go through when they are experiencing pain and suffering. And this is why people on the other side of the fence often refer to elevating your frequency elevating your vibration so that you can get up and over that fence or pass through that fence. The moment you identify as the ego, you have now surrendered and given your power to this frequency fence, to this inertia. Because the inertia, the inertia would have you believe 
that you are it and it is you. This is not true. Hmm. They're still here, but there's a big poster because they really want that one to come through. They want people, I'm saying they, but it's my collective. Me too. I feel this. I want people to stop identifying with the ego. I think that Mm -hmm. is very bad teaching and is keeping people very stuck and trapped because every time it's true. I've learned this from my team. Every time people identify with the ego, they keep themselves stuck and trapped. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even, there is no ego in the body. Do you understand? You have a heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have a heart, you have eyes, you have a liver, you have kidney, you do have energy in the body. There's something moving it. Well, science cannot find any ego in the body. I don't know why people keep saying they have an ego. <laughs> it's a construct, it's just right? Because they've been taught that. And yeah, <laughs> it's such a joke. It's such a joke because the best spiritual teachers out there are still teaching it. And I'm like, it's one of those things. I don't mean to poo-poo on everybody, but I'm here to break us out of that paradigm. Awesome. That, that's, that's what that's, it's yours. <laughs> that's what we need, right? We Inertia. need to get that new information, right? That new wisdom, that new truth. Well, not, not, not the new truth, but the truth of that so that we can, you know. Higher consciousness. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we can expand, so we can up-level. That's what ascension is. Ascension is the expansion and the uplevelment of humanity and of each of us as individuals on our journey. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I, it's tr- it is true, the simplest and easiest um, thing that's been said, and it, it's been said over and over again, and it is true, is that we are love and we are reawakening to that love. And that's true. And there's more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not, we're not meant to just walk around like zombies like I'm love your love let's be love. Like okay, yes, let's do that and and there's more. But that's a starting and point. I'm not right? like e- even getting to that point of we are love or really feeling that and knowing that, you know, that's a starting point, I think, right? Because not not everybody hardly anybody right. is, is yes. there. <laughs> For sure. There's so many people on planet Earth who aren't there. You're you're yeah. Absolutely right. So many people who are just beginning to get to that awareness, thank, thankfully, and still so many people who need to get there. But we also understand, like, for me, I'm not a newbie to this game. Mm-hmm. And walking around with people saying that you are, I've been more, I'll just share since we were talking about some of our, you know, challenges, I've been hurt, hurt emotionally hurt and, and, and treated so poorly by some of the most famous out there light workers who are on stages who are preaching love i've been i've had people be incredibly cruel to me on those public stages so i'm just saying like we are love is not enough yeah because it's one thing to to pretend or to put on a nice white robe and dress up like jesus and mary or something like that And it's another thing to really be living this. And so to just, yes, it is energy. And yes, we do need to embody love. And we also need to know how to navigate this world. Absolutely. How to utilize this consciousness in ways that serve us. Because 
where we are still existing and we will continue to exist in a game of duality where there are many different shades, colors, and experiences to choose from. And it's up to us to navigate this reality so that we can really, um, really blossom into what we're meant to become and who we're meant to become. Right. And on some level, this is, we could say this is future versions of us, but we could also say those versions of us are here now and accessible to us as we clear, heal, and resolve these parts of us that have been experiencing more of the denser, the denser aspects of reality. So, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a process, right? And, um, you know, like so many people are always talking about 5D, 6D, 7D, and beyond that we, that, you know, that we're there now, or, you know, we're at that point where, you know, there's a, there's a split happening kind of thing right now. But the thing is that just like you said, even if we're in 5G, we're still going to be in this reality. We're still, we still have to navigate wanna, that. Wanna, even, even if we're 5D, we still have to navigate that 5D reality. Right? right. Totally Go ahead. Right. I want to just say a thing about the, about the split happening. I mean, the split happens in a sense, everything is internal, energetic yeah. and vibrational. So this, when people talk about the split, I talked about that a lot for a lot of years. And now I understand even after the split, there's a reemergence. So let me explain what I mean by that. The split happens because you as an individual, whoever you are talking about the split, is that you start recognizing, ah, there's a whole group of humanity people who have no idea about what's really happening and they're still functioning from extremely limited consciousness, low density, like heavy density, low energy, low vibe, right? Because they're still allowing themselves to be, what were the words that came through earlier from the, from the channel was uh, persuaded by external forces, sources, and authorities, However, those sources and authorities are, whether it's a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, the, the banking system, the money system, you know, it's the system, mass media, medical institution, all of that old system, everything that was built in that old system, those systems, let's just lay them out, right? The systems, the banking money system, the educational system, including including the medical institutions, big pharma, the food system. I did schooling. I know I'm missing some. You guys know. You guys know them. The systems, banking, um, I'm, I'm missing some out of it just because it's not wasn't what's coming through. But those systems were built in the old paradigm by human consciousness that was believing and buying into that old paradigm. And those systems are crumbling, but they're still not really functioning. But there's still that whole, a whole huge percentage of the population that's still believing and buying into them to different degrees. So we talk about separation. We're like, oh, I'm on this other side now. I see all those systems. I can see how those were all, and they're still going. And people are still believing and they're not 
the mass media was one of them. I didn't say mass media. Did I say that? That's part of the system. Those old systems were built in that old paradigm and they're no longer serving humanity on the ascension journey. They're the contraction that's keeping people stuck and limited because those systems could only be built based on left brain mentality and I, me, mine and, you know, my benefit over the benefit of others and I, you know, I don't care what happens. I have to survive because that whole, all those systems were ba- built on survival mentality where we were separated from source. and We didn't understand our infinite, the infinite source that we have access to infinitely, right? We didn't know how to utilize it. So, you know, so when we're talking about separation, that's what we're talking about, right? People who are still buying into believing those old systems and structures are in any way helping them. When they're not, they're too constrictive, too contraction based on service to self, based on harm to the greater good. They just are not functioning. And so they're starting to collapse. And so when someone talks about separation, it takes me a long time to make my point. So bear with me here. They're seeing from the other side of the veil and they're like, that's the separation. But they don't understand And believe me, because I taught about the separation for 10 years up to 2020. And then I was like, now you can really see the separation, right? But now what happens on the other side of the separation is you start realizing if you're a true light worker, there's a reemergence. The reemergence is now that I have all of this and I'm able to really embody these frequencies and really not only walk the talk, but do it in my everyday life, in all areas of life. Now, how do I bring this into that reality? Because that reality needs us. And that's not egoic structure there. That reality, in order for people to survive, because that reality is killing people and and animals and harming people and animals and the world, in order for this reality We need to bring this in there. So we need to start being like, well, I walk into the juice store today and I'm like, oh, what's your numbers? Or like, oh, you picked that. Oh, the tides. Oh, what's the tide today? I wonder what the moon's doing. Like, oh, the newest astrology says it's going to be like, I'm bringing it in. I'm interacting there in a whole new way because this is what the merging is. You see that that dualistic experience we're not meant to like look at it and judge that like those idiots those morons they're not waking up they don't see the truth we're meant to be like i've got it here now i've got this i'm co- i'm carrying such a high frequency such purity that i'm going to bring this into this reality and uplift the whole of humanity because for me that is my service to the light so and we walk, we walk and talk that, recognizing that we were in that system too. We just made enough good and right choices, listened to enough of a Lara Canfield's <laughs> Awaken to Happiness Now show, did enough energy healing and clearing that this is our service in contribution to the world by being and expanding it into that reality. Because if we really don't if we live in the game of separation where we're on one side then that reality it's not going to survive or thrive and it can't transmute either people and animals get harmed and 2020 was a great example of that so we want to bring this new light in 
We want to share it. We want to come out of the spiritual closet. We want to recognize that this stuff on this side of the veil, so to speak, that we're on, is just keeps getting better and better. Doesn't mean we're we're not facing our challenges. I mean, I have, I have challenges too. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm still I'm not like immune and impervious to my own soul's journey of of growth and agenda. You know, it's agenda for my growth, and you know, we're just doing our best to follow this path of expansion. And now we have something to really offer and share and make a difference. So yeah, I love that. And that's the thing. It's like you be you, be, be the light, be the frequency, be the vibration that you are. The more the, the healing work that you do, the more, you know, conscious you become, more aware that you become, keep doing that, being you. And that, that, that alone, being the light alone that you are is going to help to awaken others just by you being you. And that's, that's, I think we forget that part. You know, we think we have to be doing something, you know, big kind of thing. But that's not true. It's just it's just you embodying the light that you can at this time, whatever that happens to be, you know, the best you can, and living. And that yeah. that light is going to be radiated. It, it automatically radiates out to everybody around you, right? So yeah. there's no there's no doing. It's just a being. But we 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 get so caught up in the game again, right? Of I, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. I want, I want even the desire to be of service and to help, right? In a bigger way or whatever. Even that can sometimes be a stumbling block or an obstacle because we forget, we're forgetting to be. Yes. Does that make sense? Totally. And, you know, the thing is, it's like, um, this has been kind of like a, a challenging pill for me to swallow, so to speak, is that. I know because of the frequency, the light that I can, um, you know, embody and emanate and share and expand that I have for many, many years now been affecting the collective. I know that when I'm working with DNA activations, for example, one of the things moving with the light here, one of the (laughs) things that we do in the DNA activation webinars is we're awakening codes in the dormant DNA. And when we work with the universal laws, for example, the law of one, which is a universal law, and there's many universal laws, but when we're working with the laws, we can do things that affect the whole of humanity. And it's not about our free will. It's about aligning with the will of the divine. What is the will of the divine for humanity related to this topic or that topic or this energy or that energy. And we run that through our own DNA. We awaken codes in the DNA and then we pass it through, you know, bloodlines and our ancestral lineage to the degree that the divine wills it to the degree that the law of one will allow it. And so in so doing, and then if we have animal collectives joining us, which we always do, by the way, Different animals, they're working with us too to serve and support their lineages. We understand energetically we're affecting the whole of humanity mm-hmm. in ways that are good and right and divinely aligned. And you don't need to be world famous to do that. You don't need a billion people to do that. And this is why humanity's awakening, awakening. You you offer that, you just need a circle of a few, you know, like even two 
wherever two or more are gathered, there's the power of 11. So, you know, exponentially increasing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even if you, I'll just call this other piece in like the idea that if you go back to some of the ancient religious times, I'm not a religious follower. So please forgive me if I don't say this exactly right. But the time of Jesus, the idea was like one being could elevate the whole of humanity. How do we know? Sometimes I'm like, I have this awareness, like that was the domino effect of what we're still in the domino effect of that, that one person had a catalyst type of effect to transform the whole of humanity and where that ripple effect is still happening. So, you know, I'm just saying we all have great power within us. And that's one of the big things that's going on right now. We have, this is what I was going to say before kind of came in through the channel, but we have Pluto right now has been in reverse and it's still in reverse, I think till the end of the year or the, I think it's the end of the year when it starts to go direct, but Pluto, when we've got these eclipses coming up in October, Pluto, Saturn, there, there have been eight planets in reverse for the better part of this of the second half of this calendar year we've been in and what does that mean when all those planets are in reverse right they're asking us to review to reawaken to reinvent ourselves to to transform ourselves so like um let's go a little bit more oh pluto goes direct i'm sorry mid-october Neptune has been in retrograde till the end of the year. Saturn has been in retrograde until November. Venus has been in retrograde until this, just this last week, really. It's come, it's come out, came out the first week of September, but then there's a couple weeks of lag time. Chiron's been in retrograde until the end of December. You don't have to understand astrology to understand the point I'm about to make. So just stay with me. Mercury was in retrograde for two weeks. It just ended last week. It's still got that you know, there's always a little lag time there. Uranus has been in retrograde and will continue to be until the end of January. And Jupiter is in retrograde now. So what is what does this mean? Pluto wants massive transformation, massive transformation. When it goes in retrograde, it's saying, oh, no, you're not going to move forward until you really get the gifts of massive transformation. It wants you to clear out your shadow stuff. Neptune, what does Neptune want? Wants spiritual awakening. So when it goes in retrograde, as it is and has been, it wants big spiritual awakening. It wants you to revisit and review, reawaken, because it's saying, in a sense, it's saying, hey, you you haven't gotten, you haven't really integrated this enough before we can move forward yet to the next phase. What is Saturn in retrograde? Saturn is, I want to give you the strength so you can handle these tough lessons. I'm giving you tough lessons, karmic stuff, dharmic stuff to move you forward on your path, karmic stuff to clean up your old work. I'm going to give you, it's hard work. I want you to know the difference between hard work and smart work, when to relax and when to to put the pedal to the metal. Venus, love, love and money and worth and value. What are you worth? What are your, what is, what value do you have? What value do you have to offer the world? What is your own self-esteem, your own sense of self-worth and value? How are you going to bring that into this world? That's what Venus wants. Chiron wounds. 
what are your wounds? Please heal your wounded self so you can move forward into the world unhealed, whole and complete that you're meant as you are meant to be. This is what Chiron wants. And so again, in review, in retrograde, it's saying revisit those wounds so you can be free and liberated from your own pain and suffering. Mercury in retrograde. How are you communicating this to yourself and to the world? How are you bringing this forward? Do you want to bring this forward in a way that brings great value back to you? Because Mercury does have to do with mercantile things. Like, do you want to make a living in some way, sharing and communicating all of these things about your life, about who you are, about what you're here to offer, what you're here to share? Maybe it's not about how you make a living. Maybe it's just how you communicate with the people around you. Regardless, it's how you communicate. We're tied into like, overall worth, value, fair energy exchange, fair reciprocity, giving, receiving, restoring balance to giving and receiving. Are you overtaking? Are you over giving? Is there equanimity, balance in the giving, receiving, and exchanging, and also in communicating? And then Uranus, Uranus wants radical change. But in reverse, it's saying, I want to bring you radical change, but I want you to be ready for it. I don't want to like pussyfoot around. I want radical change for you for the better. But in retrograde, I'm going to take a few minutes, not just minutes, months to make this, to help you to be ready for the radical change so that you can receive it. Right. And Jupiter, what does Jupiter want? Massive expansion of consciousness. That is Jupiter's greatest gift to us as individuals and to the whole of humanity. So in retrograde, it's saying, I want you to integrate all this new consciousness so you can be ready to bring it forward. So this is what's going on planetarily right now. And it's tough. Retrogrades aren't like full speed ahead. Retrogrades are like, stop, review, take a look, integrate, go deeper. So we're feeling that it's, it's been tough. I, you know, my heart's with everybody on this one. I mean, I'm not like immune and impervious to, you know, my own soul's agenda either. I said that before. Yeah, so. yeah absolutely. And that's the thing. Sometimes we don't realize what's going on um, planetarily that may be affecting us. We just get caught up in our own stories, our own drama, our own head, our own emotions, and not realizing there's a, there's a bigger picture here. Right. Yes. And uh yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I can't say it enough. I am such a, a huge um, advocate of working with a coach, a mentor, a guide. I have a, a, what's been evolving. I used to call it a sacred mentorship group. It's really a visionary group. And it's really about all of this. We're utilizing the tools of consciousness, the gifts of higher consciousness, channeled information, energy and insight you know, healing tools. We're working with all of this so that we can go through this transformation that we're talking about here and really elevating. What I know is that I love working inside of a container of people who are truly dedicated to to really making an impact in the world, to making a difference, to making great change for the better, and who are not stuck necessarily in the victim. We recognize we're going through hard times. We're being challenged. We're being asked in a whole new way to up-level, to change, and to take responsibility 
for what we think and believe and perceive and what energy we embody and emit. We're not asking for some like, you know, Jesus and Mary guru to tell us like everything's going to be okay because we realize we're the ones who have to make the change. And I love this in this container. I love being able to facilitate this for people who want to step up to the next level and make change in the world and who aren't afraid to go bring it out into the world. We're not hiding in the spiritual closet. And we're also not pretending that it's not challenging. And But we also know that there is something so much greater within us that we're here to bring forward, that we have those gifts to deliver to the world. And and we're, we want to share that with the world so that we're not just playing in this game from one side of the veil or the other, you know? So I love that sacred visionary group. I love what, what we share in there. I love, you know, our openness, our realness, the authenticity in our group and how much people in the group are really, really so quickly and radically up-leveling and transforming. I'll just say one other thing on this. I know I'm very elaborate with my words, but, you know, I recently heard this story. I love it so much. It really helped me to hear it. And it wasn't like I needed to hear it to make the change that I was making in my life. But um, it's the story of like a shark, how if you put a shark in a fish tank, the shark will only grow to eight inches because he can't grow any larger in that fish tank. But if you take that same shark out and you put him back in the ocean, he will grow to an eight foot shark. And you see our reality that we've been living in, this old 3D paradigm has kept us as eight foot, eight inch sharks. And, you know, we're somebody out there in the group just said, well, shark's not the great example because nobody likes sharks, but it doesn't. The point is we are we have, by the way, sharks are really peace loving. People don't know that about sharks. I've communicated with a lot of sharks and their desire is to help people overcome their irrational fears. That's their purpose from their perspective. They're here to help us overcome our irrational fears and they love peace. From their perspective, they're very peaceful. Okay, regardless, we put ourselves in the ocean and this is what we're meant to be doing right now. And I just want to say I this year signed on for four different containers. When I say containers, I mean like mentorship programs that are completely outside of my box. I had to get myself out of my own, um, you know, fish tank. And I put myself into containers that have nothing to do with what I teach or what I share and which I would have called 3D, very 3D. And going into the container, I'm sure looking back that I had some perspective that, you know, they were all 3D and I was just there to get like the parts I didn't know. And now I have a whole new viewpoint on how these people are so amazing what they're doing in the world because none of them have stayed in their little safe container of the woo-woo or any other small container So this is what my visionary, sacred visionary mastermind is about. It's really about getting us out of this little fish tank and expanding us into the ocean because we all have so much greatness within us and so much potential. And I can only say that I have done this myself. I never thought I'd be a channel. I never thought I'd be a healer. I didn't even think I'd be an animal communicator. You know, for people who have ever heard my story, (laughs) 
I was working in corporate America, miserable for 20 years, thinking that I couldn't get out of that. I had a six-figure credit card debt. I was a smoker. I was a drinker. I was doing lots of unhealthy things. I was on massive amounts of pharmaceutical drugs. I was six figures in credit card debt. And I was so unhappy for 20 years. I couldn't, I couldn't find my way out of that. That wasn't even a fish tank. That was just a, a coffin. As far as I'm concerned, I was living in a coffin and buried six feet under. I didn't know how to get out. And if it wasn't for my brother, Jeff, who died and started communicating to me, I would not probably have found my way out. He was the one who was like, you have to change. And I took massive action and I changed my life. And now I'm doing something similar because I can't stay confined. And I think that's what we're going through. I think that's what all of these retrograde planets are trying to help us with. So anyway, I hope that's a diet. Yes, thank you. But so it, it it's part partly it's you know all, this whole year and all these retrogrades and everything that's going on is it's it's telling us basically that we we need to show up now we need to show up for ourselves we need to yes. show up for our community right and for the collective the planet etc we need to show up and so how can we show up now in a different way I'm not going to say necessarily a bigger way but in a different way than we have in the past right. So, you know, if we were in the little fishbowl and now it's time to go into a bigger fish tank and then maybe after that bigger and, you know, and then out into the ocean, right? You know, what are we willing to do, right? Are we willing to even look at that as a possibility? Yeah, exactly. See, the thing is, is this is what I say all the time. If the circumstances of your life or anything that you're going through in your life is not to your liking, the only way it's going to change really is if you change. That's just a hard fact. That's just a hard reality. So sometimes the changes are are minor, you know, it might mean going to a new job, or excuse me, or sometimes it might be a little bit more like moving or relocating. But almost always, it's what it really requires is change internally, mm-hmm. a change in our perspectives, the way we think and feel and believe the way we utilize our brain to think about what we think about the way we work with our emotional field, because the emotional field right now for most people is pretty, pretty dense, you know, like there's emotional suffering, right? That's that, that emotional body needs to be developed and matured so that it's more free and clear of all this density. So the change has to happen internally. It's not just external change. Sometimes an external change is, is enough. But most of the time right now, it's, we need more than that. So I think that's, that's why we're feeling the intensity of, of this experience. And, and I think that the biggest, you know, resistance that people have is that they're very comfortable in their comfort zones and they want to stay comfortable. And unfortunately, if we don't get the message now, I've been teaching about this for a long time. I think I got to get the blinds thing. Can I hold mm-hmm. on? I'm sorry. This is just, yeah, that's that's okay. And I was just going to say, sometimes, you know, that comfort zone is not really that comfortable, right? But it's what we know. It's what we're used to. And um, facing the unknown is scary. It's scary. Absolutely. I right. totally get, I totally get that, right? The, facing the unknown is scary. Facing change can also be scary, but yes. sometimes the 
staying in what you are in, which is not working for you, which you're unhappy in, which is just not healthy for you is worse than the fear of the unknown. It is so like that. Now, that is what this upcoming eclipse is going to be. We didn't really so much talk about the upcoming eclipse, but you're going to see that the the last, you know, we're moving into the final quarter of the year. And that is going to be people are going to be asked to either face or live through or address their fears in a new way. And that's not meant to make people afraid. That's meant to free people and liberate them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you feel like you're in some kind of box or stuck in some kind of limitation, the only way out is, is, is through, you have to move through your, be out of your comfort zone. And I think this is, this is what a lot of people are being asked to do. And I know I had to do it. And um, I think now I feel like it was one of the best things I've ever done, but I, you know, I've had to do it more than once. And when Pluto is, is engaging in a very powerful position where it is right now in retrograde, and it will be involved in the upcoming eclipse. That's really what it's asking. That's a big part. It's like, are you going to take, take back your power? Are you going to break through your own limitations? Are you going to use your gift of this life? Mm. This is the gift of, you know what I mean? Yeah. To transform, or are you going to play in the game of hamster wheel, you know, reincarnation cycle where you just don't really get the forward momentum to make the transformation, right? Because that's the game of constriction. You don't really get the forward momentum. You don't harness the new energies and then you're just playing the hamster wheel of reincarnation. You just keep going around and around. Like what's that called? The groundhog day. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I just got Sorry, that's that's the gift that we're being offered at this time on on Earth. Yeah, and you know what you just said right now about are you are you ready, willing to use the gift of this life? You know, I just got goosebumps all over because absolutely, our life is a gift, right? That that we are here is a gift, and we again, these are sometimes things that we forget when we get caught up in the drama and the trauma and the emotions and the stories, etc. Right? We forget. That um, just being here is a gift. And sometimes I know it doesn't always feel like it. I, I get it. Totally get it. But that's when we have to get out of our head and really, you know, come back into our heart and say, okay, what is really going on? What what am I truly here to do, to be, to learn, to grow, to expand, et cetera, right? Yes. What is, and, and what is the gift in this situation? You know, that's something, yeah. sometimes I ask myself that question many times, like, okay, what is the gift? What is the blessing in the yes. situation? Especially when it's challenging, right? Yes. Not, not why is this happening? I never ask that question. It's like, okay, <laughs> what can I do with this situation? Like, what is the gift here? What's the blessing? What is the awareness? What is the wisdom in this? What is the lesson? I don't like the word lesson, but what is the wisdom here for me in this situation? And that helps me to expand my awareness and my um, my belief system to 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 look at something bigger, something different than what I'm usually looking at, right? Yeah. And so, I think that was so key what you just said. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's so much more that I know we want to cover, but before we do that, and, and I, hoping- I, I, you know me, I just got to say one more thing about that too. It's just. When we're in those moments where we forget how much our lives matter and how much we have to offer, 
that's why we go to a bigger container. That's why we go and get coaching and healing and mentorship, because there is someone who's already on the other side of that frequency fence of whatever it is you're addressing. I just, I can't stress that enough. I can't emphasize it enough. And I think that on a personal level, that's been part of what I've been going through was that I was like, um, I was so enabling people. I was enabling people to the people that I was working with. A lot of times I was, I, I was giving them so much great gifts and I wasn't recognizing even the value and worth of how much I was offering and giving. And I wasn't really in a sense receiving any kind of like, they weren't acknowledging it either. And I had to break out of my own small box because I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. And I've been in those situations lots of times. I'll give you just one more example. And I know then we're going to talk about the package and maybe if we have any time for questions, but I spent a huge portion of my life, a huge portion of my life traveling and sort of searching for meaningful relationships. And I created wonderful um, containers, you know, retreats, which I love leading retreats. And when I do these retreats, you know, 30 people come together and we all fall in love with each other and we create incredible, really rich, deep bonds. When I do retreats, more than 50% of the people come back over and every retreat has more than 50% alumni come back. That That's a big percentage on retreats. And so you know that people love them and we love each other and we stay connected and we make lifelong friendships. And that was always motivated by this part of me that I was actually unconscious of, that was always seeking meaningful relationships. But I was moving always, every three months, I'd be moving here, moving there, moving to Sedona, moving to Sarasota, moving to Mount Shasta, moving to France, Maui. I mean, and it's not that that wasn't great, but there was some piece of me that was searching for these meaningful relationships. And I didn't even realize, like I couldn't find a home anywhere And it wasn't until I realized the unconscious motivation in me was that there was something very deep from other lifetimes where I had been in so much isolation, so many lifetimes, monk, priestess, you know, slave driver, whatever, that I was so lonely Mm -hmm. and longing for deep, intimate, connection, friendship, kindness, compassion, love. And I was creating it, but I had to get to that deep part in me that needed to be healed on that issue. And so my point of saying that story right before we close is like, we don't always understand those unconscious motivations that are driving us. And unless we get into some kind of container with somebody, we often likely will never find them. This is why it's so important. It's not that we don't have everything within us. We do. But we also are designed in this reality to need one another and to be there to help one another and support one another. And so every piece of us, every every one of us has a piece for someone else, uh, someone else's puzzle. And I I finally found that because I, I was like doing this with other people and I was learning it inside of my my own containers with people on my own search right so it was with the help of other people who were in my container like this is just 
this is the beautiful thing about working in with other people, really. So anyway, helps us get out of those parts of us that are limited that we're maybe unconscious to. Yeah, absolutely. And but the thing is, we are here, we are meant to engage with others, right? We are meant to have relationships with others, however they seem to be. I've always felt like like I'm all I am also searching right for for that for those meaningful relationships and meaningful community that you know just I've I've always been searching um because I'm more of a loner or a lone wolf you know myself but I'm always seeking and searching for that which I haven't quite found yet but anyways <laughs> too. me too but you know what it is it does get filled up you you do fill it up with the energy of the divine that is mm-hmm. possible. I, my most fulfilled times are when I am so filled up with the energy of source consciousness. And that's part of what I teach inside of my container, you know, our visionary lightworker group is how to fill yourself up with that. And in those moments, I'm so full. And that is like, that will keep me going for like, really, it's so, it's so the cause and effect of that is so evident to me on a day when I do that inner work and I'm really filling myself up my container, mm-hmm. my field with the divine that is fuel for a week. Yeah. And then if a week goes by and I stop it, or if I don't get to it that week, it's almost like the depth, the deep, I can start to see, Oh yeah, there's a, there's right. And it's not that it's not sustainable because it is, it's sustainable, but there, there is a certain amount of um, practice application in an ongoing way that makes it sustainable. It doesn't have to take two hours every day, but it is a process that we that we have to learn and apply in our lives. And that filling that part of ourselves up is the fuel of life. It is the it is the energy that 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 fuels motivates inspires and Absolutely. It, that's what we're all searching for and that's is 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 more of a not a not a want but it is a need it's an it it's a necessity it's a requirement to fill ourselves up with that light with that love with that energy with the divine on a regular basis i mean <clears throat> i know you know i always talk about this like take 10 minutes <laughs> you know if you can do 10 minutes we all have 10 minutes um, because it's, it's, it's important. It's really, really important. And I, I, I know that when I, when I get off my practice for a while, oh, I'm a wreck, you know, just, I'm just a wreck. So it's like, you know, again, this, to is, do it. this is why it's so important to have an, a container to go people to go to, to do it with, because then there's accountability. Like in this container that I referenced earlier, we're not doing meditation or practices or any of that. We're, it's like business, meet, you know, business and marketing and stuff. And, but when I'm in there, everyone's feeding everybody, everyone's nourishing everybody, everybody, people are, it's, it's a mentorship. It's a, you know, it's a mastermind. And so, you know, it's for me, it's out of my comfort zone. And yet at the same time, I'm contributing in ways that they're not used to. So this is why when we say, well, just do 10 minutes a day, the reason we don't do 10 minutes a day, there's no accountability there. And, 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 and we're also so like hooked into all of the to do's of our day, but we put something like when we join a container and there's a regular and ongoing kind of meeting on this day and we're nourished 
through the container and in the engagement with the people and the practices and the lessons. And we're sharing that kind of commonality. That's when we take ourselves out of the fish tank, we put ourselves into the ocean, and there's a gazillion other fish in there who are all swimming in different directions and sometimes unified directions. And we're like, I didn't even see this array of this world. I didn't even know this was possible. So, I love that. <laughs> yeah, what else is possible, right? Yeah, there's so much that we're not aware of that that truly is possible. Um, so yeah, I just want to quickly, I'm going to share my screen, Lori, and then... Yes. We will talk about, this. can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Sometimes I, I don't, I don't hit the button properly. So yeah, so Lori's package that we're talking about here, um, there's a lot in it, like always, right? Right. There's a new masterclass, the two most recent three plus hour DNA activations, awakening your divine superpowers and mastering your own destiny. A recent impromptu channeling webinar that some of you may have already attended. Who knows? Uh, a no, special master- not this one. Not this one. Okay. No, I have not this out to anyone, but my list. And I know there were, I know exactly who bought. This is brand new. Awesome. So yeah. So let's talk about this package, Lori, and see what it contains. And um, yeah, there's a lot. Okay. So yeah. So let's do first one, brand new masterclass on the 25 reasons we activate our DNA valued at Mm -hmm. $75. It's really to help you learn more about the dormant DNA. And what's in there? It goes through all the, not all, but it, and it is, that's a good example of a relay, by the way, that was, that masterclass was relayed. It's like, they would tell me, and then I'd say it, you could tell, you can see the difference in that between a relay and a pure channel. Um, but in any case, it was relayed. I was like, okay, they're going to tell me everything. I have no idea what's, I have nothing prepared. There's nothing on this list. Go. And they'd be like, number one, Number two, and I just started going through it. It's really cool. And it tells you all the things about what's in your dormant DNA and why you activate it, how it helps you and serves you. Okay. Number two, uh, the most two most recent DNA activation webinars. And obviously, if you've listened to me before, maybe not so obvious, the DNA holds the keys to your superhuman abilities. It also holds the keys to all of your gifts and talents. There's incredible untapped potential in our DNA. I just say a few things about this without going Mm -hmm. too far off tangent, but these are channeled, channeled webinars. Most of them are about three and a half to four hours, but you don't have to listen to them all in one sitting. They have breaks. The second part is always the healing meditation. That healing meditation in both cases, you have never experienced anything like it. It's so much more than like close your eyes and envision, or even it's a very powerful healing meditation. And you not only get your activation, the DNA activations, you learn all about the free will and how to choose it and how to do it. But you also, you're activating your DNA and you're helping your bloodlines, your ancestors, your descendants. We include children and animals in there. And we start really working with the collective. You will participate it and see it. The two most recent ones, which are have not been available, except if people participated live on those events, were the July 7th, the 777 triple Stargate portal and the 88 Lionsgate portal. Now, those DNA activations 
the codes that we did in them, some of them are listed here, right? Codes of, and they're all explained, all these codes, what they are, how they help us, what they do for us. So I don't necessarily need to go through. You can, you can see them there listed, but these are all about us getting out of that old paradigm in a sense and really expanding and up leveling into this new paradigm and new way of operating and being and experiencing ourselves and our lives. So these are not just little woo woo things. <laughs> these are powerful, potent energy um, transmissions and activations that will really energetically shift you and expand and elevate your consciousness and empower you. And I just can't emphasize them enough because these are things that are not available. You cannot find these in a book or in the mainstream or in those old systems and structures. They don't come from there. They come from the non-physical, right? So that we can expand and elevate and uplift our experience in reality. So we can get out of, as we've been talking about, the limited conformity that we've been in. And so that our lives get transformed, we become the people we're meant to be. And we awaken and activate more of these, these, these abilities that we have that are dormant, right? Extrasensory abilities, superhuman powers, right? And these codes, these frequencies, that's what they're just energetics that allow us to do that and to to clear away, there's so much also clearing of these densities that we've been talking about, right? Keeping us stuck and trapped. We just don't need that stuff anymore. So those are the two DNA activations. They're both in there. Mm-hmm. Then there's the class on awakening your divine superpowers and mastering your own destiny. It really does talk about that class, about how to work with your consciousness and your own personal psychology to transform your trajectory, right? And we covered some of that today. So you got a good taste of that. The impromptu channeling webinar on the fires, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, oh my. What happened with that was I was getting a lot of inquiry through my Facebook page, mostly Um, people asking and making comments about what's going on, what happened in Maui. And of course I lived in Maui, so it was near and dear to my heart. And, you know, just, I mean, you see devastation happening and it's just really upsetting. And, you know, you're, you're still meant to be here and, and, and hold the frequencies of joy and yet you're not compassionless, right? Of course we have great compassion. So this was like, I was asking, well, you know, what, what can I do? You know, what, what, what can, you know, we all ask that, what can I do regarding this one unique thing? And I was told, well, first of all, just bring some clarity on what this is about and let's do a channeling. I thought it was going to be a 15 minute channeling. I was like, okay, I'm going to record it and share it with my community. And it was an over an hour of a pure channel of what's going on with the weather patterns, but more importantly, what we can do about it in our own personal lives to keep ourselves safe and how we can help to transform it so that, again, it does not have to happen. We don't have to have these weather patterns. We can, we have power to make change. We think of ourselves in that old paradigm. We have no control over the weather. Like that is so not true. And I'm telling you this, and it also addresses a lot of the questions that people had was like, 
was it orchestrated? No. Who orchestrated it was harp or weather control technologies or any kind of weaponry. It addresses that and there's zero fear in it. And you will resonate with the truth that comes through on that. It's an amazing channeling. Really good. Okay. Number five is the masterclass. Oh, that's a masterclass because this is part of what we're talking. How to do be, heal, have, achieve, resolve, whatever your soul's agenda is asking. And that masterclass really helps you to understand like what is the work we need to do, what needs to be done and how you can do it. So um, I think that's a really valuable masterclass that people will love. And then, of course, I put a $100 coupon in there for anyone who wants to get in on the full DNA sacred membership. That $100, $100 coupon, it's a year-long membership with all the DNA activations in there. And there's other extra bonuses in there as well. Yeah, little some other classes. So that whole package, 16 different and entirely unique items totaling over 11 hours. It's more than that of actual content in video and or audio, classes, tutorials, healings, meditations, and activations, stuff that's not available anywhere else. I don't have any other telesummits going on at this time. No other place you can get this. And at this point, none of it's even available on my website anymore directly. I don't think any of those things are. So... So Lori's package is available for all of us. Uh, there's a payment, payment plan available. It's $197. Um, like the payment plan available. And of course, if you're an inner circle member, please do use your gift code as well. And um, yeah, there's a lot in this package, but the but the, the key point is is that the, the DNA membership, that sacred membership is there's so much information. There's so many activations. There's so much healing. All of like, there's just so much available for you. If you are choosing to grow, expand, heal, etc., there's a lot in this package to help you to do that. And right now is the time because <laughs> we're going through such a massive shift and change and growth. Oh my goodness! Right. So, um, please do. I want to say too, like. That. I did this poll on my Facebook page and I asked people, what are your superhuman abilities? And I was so surprised because the responses that people were saying were things like, um, you know, things like, uh, it's been a while now since I did it, but they were things like, I'm a good listener. Mm -hmm. That is a very important superhuman ability. They were saying things like, um, I'm very patient. And that's also great. To me, that's a divine virtue. Being a good listener is a divine virtue, which by the way, we activate divine virtues in those DNA webinars, virtues, templates, all kinds of stuff like that. But they said things like, I, I, um, I'm very tenacious. And I felt like all these things are great, but those aren't superhuman abilities. Like mm-hmm. I, I agree they are. But what I'm talking about is, you know, extrasensory, ESP, you know, telepathic abilities, being able to energetically communicate with another plant or animal. I'm talking about being able to utilize energy to heal. I'm talking about um, having clear, clear cognizance or clear knowing so that when some 
you know, puppet president or another gets on the world stage and tells you something, some hell is going to go to the handbasket game on the mass media. You're like, I can see that. I'm talking about the kind of clairvoyance now. Do you know, I walk into CVS or wherever. I don't really go in there. This happened in uh, Publix, the whole Publix grocery store. I walked into Publix and they have the pharmaceutical drug there area. And I'm just turning the corner from one of the aisles and going to the checkout stand. And out of the corner of my eye, I see a skeleton, like a skeleton handing a bag to a human on the other side of the counter. Hmm. And I had to do like a double take. And I was like, oh my God, that's the human. Like, that's what he's showing up as just a Mm -hmm. dead. He's dead. He's just a skeleton, right? That's his energy field I just saw. Okay. I go, I'll give you one more example. I, I speak a lot of times at different kinds of conferences and expos. And I recently was listening to somebody on a stage and they're sitting there in their white robe. And all I can see is gray. Just, I mean, you can see it from my face. It was yucky. Gray. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh. No, like this. These are the extrasensory abilities I'm talking about. Now, I'm not talking about judging people. It might sound like that from my presentation, but I don't mean it that way. What I mean is the ability to discern, to see clearly what's really going on so that you're not misled, Mm -hmm. to know higher truth. I'm talking, these are the kinds of things that are in our DNA. These are the kinds of abilities, superhuman abilities we have, but we do have to develop them. They're not handed on a silver platter. They're not a pill that we can take. They are, they require active participation and they require conscious consent, free will participation and choice. So to me, when we're doing these kinds of activations, like what's in this package, these DNA activations that we do and healing transmissions we are saying, I'm choosing that. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to awaken. I'm choosing this for my life and for my future. I'm choosing to step into the next best version of me and what I have to offer and who I'm here to become. And that's what this package is about. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so powerful. And the work that you do um, is always so powerful. We always get such wonderful uh, rave reviews during during the calls to as to how powerful your activations transmissions etc are because I mean each I mean you've been on the show a lot <laughs> right and and I think I said this last time but it's like you're like you've you've grown so much and I hate to say that as like a, a judgmental kind of way but like you've changed right the way that you do the healing work, the transmissions, the activations has changed from like 10 years it ago, has. right? <laughs> it definitely has. And it's like, it's, I, I just, it's so, it's so powerful. It was powerful then, but it's like, it's somehow even more powerful now, right? Yeah, because I'm working more, I'm always working with the light and I'm walking my talk. I'm doing this work on myself. I did, I never got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm just satisfied. I'll just hang out here. A lot of spiritual teachers and healers, a lot of people do that. They just, they get to a point where it's easy to be kind of complacent because it, it it is, you can, and there's no wrongness in that because we do all choose our journey, but I just never was like that. I was always like, okay, 
what else can I do? What more is there? Like, what else can I share? Or sometimes this has happened a lot in the um, sacred visionary um, mentorship group. I've had some of my, you know, students, clients in there and in between the, the group, you know, cause we meet on every, every other week, but in between the group classes, I'm like, all right, this person brought this up in the meeting. How do I help them on this? Like, how, what do I need to bring through for them? So their challenges are challenging me to be something better for them because I'm in service. So I'm working in between the classes and our group gatherings with the divine to bring through what they need. And if I didn't have that person bringing that to me, I would have never addressed that issue really necessarily might not have. For example, one of the women that I've been working with, I, she came to me and when she first came to me, she was like, I just want to, um, you know, be able to offer more and share more in the world. And I'm going through a divorce and, you know, I want to fall in love and, I'm not sure what's next. So that was kind of our first session. We were just setting the stage on that. And then the second session, she tells me she, she met somebody on the internet and she's falling in love with him. And I'm like, right away, I know something's not right. And I'm like, okay, just, you're not giving him any money, right? Well, I knew by the end of the second session, I was, I got it. Like there's not something not right. She's not ready to hear it. She can't hear it because she's too attached. So the in-between sessions there, I was like, how am I going to help her? What do I need to do to help her? Because I'm concerned for her and, you know, I need to deliver this in a way that she's going to be able to receive it. So in between sessions, I'm being told, number one, you need to clear, heal and resolve her unwillingness to know truth. You need to clear, number two, you need to clear, heal, and resolve any blocks that she has because she doesn't think she can find love again and she's attached to this guy being the guy. I'm being told everything I need to do for her. Number three, you need to tell her to watch a movie on Netflix called, I can't remember even the name, but it was like a, a scammer. Tinder swindler. That was the name of the, I don't remember the movie. I was told, tell her to watch it. And then I was told a few other things, right? Which I don't need to say. Anyway, then I bring it to her. So for sure, she got out of being scammed. She was able to disconnect from this guy. And then in the next session, we healed all those things and resolved all those things, of course. And then by the, the next session we did together, by the way, what came through was what she was going to be doing with her career, pure channel, pure channel from her own divine team, that how she was going to be helping women to reclaim their power from men who had controlled and dominated them. And that was part of her pattern that we also had to go. This is in four hours, four sessions, basically. Well, it was more than an hour, but and there was like in between time. But I mean, come on. This is lifetimes of stuff we're clearing. Those are superhuman abilities that I'm bringing through to help others. But everybody has their unique brand of what they can bring through to improve the quality of their own lives and the lives of others. So anyway, okay. (laughs) I hope that's helpful. Yes, definitely. I love that. And but even even those, um, you know, resolve, clear, etc. You know, 
those are the things that we all need as a collective because we are we still don't see our worth and our value right right we we are still judging ourselves right we are still not using our discernment you know right. as as much as we could um we're still in our stories and our wounding and all that we haven't resolved i mean th- there's a lot to resolve i get it right but still we're we st- some of us are still in the victim consciousness, unfortunately, right? So th- that gets all- clear. That can get clear, though. These nowadays, that stuff can get cleared so fast. Yeah. And again, it's not. You're right. You're so right about what you're saying. It's not a pill, but it is the breath away. I mean, it is an activation. It is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And and it is something that can be helpful and transformational for people, right? Yeah. So. I'm just, and so I'm just, again, just inviting you all to, again, take a look at the package, you know, work with the package. There's with the, with the DNA activations, with the membership, et cetera, because <clears throat> there's so much there that can assist you and support you and help you to move to the next level. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word level, but you know what I mean? To, to get you out of where you are now and to a place where you can start to move forward on your path, on your journey. Next as best version of you. As a, Next yeah, best the, version of you. Exactly. To be the next best version of you. You're already great, right? You are already great, but there is a better version of you that's available for you to tap into and um, embody, right? Yeah. Well, we're all, I mean, we are, we're, I've said this and I know you know this too. We're, we're infinitely lovable and worthy and deserving because we exist. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing we need to do for that to be true. We yeah. are infinitely loving, lovable, worthy, and deserving. We all matter. We all have worth and value because we exist, because we were created. And and we chose to participate in this reality for, for that and, and other things. So let's participate, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to check out, right? I don't, I don't no. want to check out. I'm not... It's not that 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 could be awesome too in its next level, but that's not what I'm here for right now. So, yeah, but it is about participating in life, right? So we we are here to participate. We are here to engage. We are here to co-create or create our lives with the divine here and now and um, not waiting for somebody to do it for us. You know, there, truth be told, there's no light in shining armor that's going to solve all our problems, right? There right. is not that. We are that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, so just really quickly, are there any questions? Does anybody have any questions? You can raise your hand quickly. We'll take a few. And is there anything else that we are wanting to um, share with everyone today? I know there's uh, iPhone has their hand raised, and there were. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has a question for Lori. iPhone, oh. do you have a name? <laughs> yes, Evie. Hi, Evie. Yeah, it was such a yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it was a wonderful conversation. I could go on this thing forever. I definitely have to do the replay. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah. So see if you can ask your channel. I'm Lori. Uh, what's my next step um, towards advancing my career, my career mm-hmm. path? So, um, yeah, it's been a journey, and I just wanted some light on what else to do so that I okay. could level up. Okay. Thank you, Evie, for that question. So let me just ask you something or say something because I'm not, um, 
you're asking me to do something that's outside of my norm because I've never met you before. And usually when I do a channel for somebody, I'm merging with their team. And because when I work with people regularly, they already give me permission. So I kind of have to ask you permission first And then I have to make sure it's okay with my consciousness and my field that your team is of the light. You understand? Because you're asking me to channel something for you. So first you have to give me permission to connect with your own team who are definitely willing. I hear that already. And I've got permission. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now I just want to read their field because I just have to affirm, I do not allow anything in that does not serve the light. And since I don't know you, I don't know what's in your field. And so I'm just just checking and ensuring that only beings who are of the light shall come through. Only beings who serve the light and serve and support the one true God of light of creation are allowed and permitted. Good. So let us work with you here today, for we are all aligned and unified on this. On behalf of our beloved sister, Evie, who is looking and seeking along her journey and for what she is desiring at this time as she moves forward. Evie, as you know well, there have been highs and lows. As you know well, you have struggled. You have oftentimes found yourself in your own pits of despair. And what we would offer you at this time is to recognize that those pits of despair, those struggles which you have encountered, are not meant to be permanent or enduring. And simply, they are meant to be opportunities For you to recognize within your own self, your own shadow aspects that you will emerge victorious from, that you will bring forward for others. While this may not sound to be, this may not sound to be quite a surprise, it is nonetheless true. Now, The next appropriate step for you will always be this, and all beings in this room can benefit at this time, and then we will get more focused and specific for you, Evie, as well. The next appropriate step is always to ask your source or your own divine team or your own higher self this question. What is the next appropriate step for me to take with regard to, and then you may fill in the blank, for example, my career, or my mentorship group, or my health regime, or my health practice, or whatever. So you see, you are at a stage, Evie, and we utilize this for others to benefit from as well. You are at a stage where you must simply ask and tune into your own divine guidance, what is the next step, which in a sense you have already been doing, for if you had not, you would not be receiving this here now. So that is an important tool for you to begin utilizing, for you are picking yourself up out of the depths of your own despair, and you are beginning to move forward step by step. And you must know that. You must first know that as you move forward step by step along your journey, and in particular, in this question, your career path, the right appropriate next step is always to ask, what is the next right appropriate step regarding my own career path. I am open to receiving guidance, knowledge, and wisdom regarding that now, and thank you. And then you must begin to ready yourself to receive this. So this is the first step, and this is a step you can utilize all the time. Now, let us offer you one other thing, Evie, and this is a theme in your field, and it is not required for your participation, 
It is up to you to choose. We are offering this to you as a direction. You are here to help empower women specifically. To help empower other women like you who have passed through similar experiences along the lines of those you have passed through especially related to the topic that has been discussed today. For there is no accidents. You see, you were meant to be here. You are empowering yourself to rise above your own tragedies, your own regrets, and you will likely empower other women to do so as well. We know that you have been on this trajectory already. We know that you have been following this trajectory, and we are suggesting to you there is more here more expansion. And what we are revealing through the lens of the one who sees here to translate is an opening as if you have been, she's utilizing her hands. You have been, you are about to expand more. So if there is a lens focused on you, the lens is about to widen for you. You will expand more. As you bring forward more of this, be unafraid to offer your truth. You see, you are still a bit hiding behind your own. You are still in a bit of hiding. Allow yourself to expand more of your own truth with the sense of. We are searching for the right word for you. Uh, dignity, unrivaled dignity. That you will be received with the dignity that you are, even though there have been attempts to usurp your dignity. You will emerge victorious as you trust and allow your voice to come through. Many will benefit. Okay. I have to pause because, of course, I have no idea about you, but how was that helpful? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it before. I I'm just emotional at this point. So Yes, I I hear I feel that. I know you know. <laughs> it, it's good emotion, right? Because we've touched yeah. something deep. You know, you know. Really yeah, it, I I've heard it and um I've thought about it and I know that I spoke to myself yesterday, only yesterday about it. Mm. the same theme just women and it's like mm. you know you know that you should start it um you've never stopped but you know that's something that you must do and that was only yesterday mm. yesterday in the evening so i know when i thought about it and i and i'm here i, I see that you're validating it i do appreciate it i just, mm. i'm just so thankful thank you because mm. I was here for this. <laughs> mm, so glad. And you, yes, thank you so much. Thank you yeah. so much, Alara. Thank awesome. you. Thank you, Evie. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, I'm so glad. Yeah, because, you know, like, it's one, like, I'm a very, I think I'm a really good channel. <laughs> I usually, I don't, I don't usually do a channel like that with someone I've never met, never seen, don't know, you know. So you that did was great. Cool. It was fantastic. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> awesome thank you evie so now of course thank we have you. more people with their hand raised <laughs> all right so, let's uh, 
we can go till top of the hour. And then after that, I'm going to, is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So ta- Tamar, I'm not sure yes. if I'm saying your name properly. Yes, you are. Awesome. Hello, Tamar. Hello. How are you? Hello. You're beautiful. Good. Thank you. I just, thank you. I just want to say that it's interesting because I started to follow Lori like maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago. Could that be? Oh, wow. And then, okay. you know, um, and it's actually part of my question because I tend to jump from one thing to another because if it's like I feel I'm interested in so many things and I just mm-hmm. want to grasp more and more and more and more. But that, then I feel like I'm not really mastering anything. So one, so part of the question is this, like I have three questions and you answer whatever you feel like answering me. So this is, if you can elaborate about that specific trait in me that I feel is like expanding me, but restricting me at the same time. The second is that I feel for so long that I have a gift to share and I just don't know what it is. Kind of feel there is already happening in a way by my the the way I contact people, but I'm just would like more clarity. And the third thing is I have a back problem that doesn't want to go away. It like goes, and I'm meditating about it, and I already did a surgery about it, and it's it's just coming back. And I'm like, okay, I try to work on so many emotional issues. I just don't know what to do anymore. So whatever okay. you like wow. to do, most, like so most important to you. I could spend an hour with you on just that. <laughs> well, right. Okay. So first of all, I totally resonate with you. Like you're just so interested in so many things. Right. And um, I, I definitely do have some guidance for you on that. And I'm just asking which one, where to start. And I'll just say one thing about the back thing too. Since I don't know what you've done. Um, but I worked with a, a client student for many years who had back issues. It took a number of years to really, it was sort of get better and then it'd get worse again and get better and get worse. And, but eventually we were able to resolve it for her. Um, but the back issues are always related to a way that we are operating when they don't go away. When I say operating, I mean a way that we're being in life that is connected to, and I know you've heard this and you don't need to hear it because it's like so obvious, right? How you feel supported, how you receive support, you know, putting your needs behind yourself, but it means the way you've been operating along those lines is the problem. So the change that's needed in a sense is a new way of operating. And again, the word operating is like behaving, being, and that is correlated, of course, to how you think and feel. So this is a good example of, and I'm going to go to your first thing, but this is a good example of you needing a new container or to sort of get yourself out of the fish tank because whatever way you're operating is keeping you contracted. And that's what compresses all along that spinal cord, you know, and all the vertebra that's creating some kind of constriction contraction that's causing back pain. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm just thinking maybe the the my second question about moving from one thing is that that's the way that I am and that's what I need to break. Well, that's an interesting awareness there. 
So, you know, you can contemplate that. Let, let yeah. me bring through what I meant to bring through for you on the first part, because the a whole challenge for me is like, you give me juicy stuff and I want to go to it all and we need an hour. <laughs> Sorry. Right? But, no, no, it's okay. It's good. I love this stuff. This is what I love. I love when people bring me stuff like this. Like, I would love you in the, you should check out the sacred visionary group, right? But okay. So let's go to your first question, which was really where I thought more of the, like the juice and I heard for you was like, you're going from thing to thing. And this is sort of the thing that expands you. And at the same time, the thing that contracts you, do I have that yep. right? Yeah. Okay, let's for Tamar. Just moving some old energy out of the way, by the way, that's good. Cause you had an aha there. Good. So for you, I'm just asking, actually just asking even my own team, if they want to bring something through or how this is meant to come through. I don't exactly even know necessarily. I'm kind of still riding on the wave of it that it worked really well for Evie. So hopefully I can do that for you too. Yeah. Blessings, beloved. So we are here now gathered. And in this case, we are the collective of more than just the one who speaks, this collective has been merged and unified with the collective of the group here on behalf of our beloved sister Tamar, who is inquiring about her own need to delve into the realms of all that is. And at the same time, recognize that this in and of itself has become a limiting force in her life. And indeed, she is correct to some degree. And indeed, it is an interesting question, even to the one who speaks here now on behalf of us all. For she too has experienced this and similar. And so what we would suggest to you here now is to recognize your learning, your growth and expansion need never be restricted into any one area. It is your choice as a being who has chosen to expand and evolve to grow and to elevate, to have many choices to choose from. And so, beloved Tamar, you have put this on your journey and in your path, you see. And yet you have found that it has constricted you, for you are always chasing, pursuing, expanding, growing, evolving. And so we recognize that this has indeed limited you to some degree. You must know this. There are areas of life where you will have to choose more of a narrow path. So, for example, and we are directly focusing on the area of career, of vocation. You are meant to choose how you will serve and contribute, but you will utilize the vast resource of all the various areas you have expanded into. You see, the one who speaks on behalf and for us here now, the one who utilizes her voice, she has done similar. Her toolkit is vast. She has great resource, some of which include numerology, astrology, animal communication, telepathy, and now channeling, as you can see, all varieties of energy healing, energy work, and the list goes on. Yours does too. You know this well. You have many areas of expertise, especially in the holistic area. Food, nutrition, supplements, etc. Health, well-being. You have expanded your toolkit beyond that as well. And yet, you will choose one path 
not narrow, but one path for your vocation in the way, sorry, there is a correction here, in the way you deliver or how you help or how you express what you offer. And yet you will still choose from the vast and infinite potential of your infinite resource that you have developed to bring through your service and through your vocational offerings. So in other words, let us let us more clearly clarify this for you here now. And we would also offer one other piece, which is that you may ask for repeatedly divine clarity and divine clarification. This is a tool, not so much a tool, a specific request. You can ask for that energy and you can practice breathing it in. But let us bring forward this other last piece for you. And that is to say, to be more specific, choose the type of people that you would like to work with. What kind of people? Choose the kind of problems you would like to help them solve. And then rely upon the vast resource of all of the learnings and knowings and teachings that you have available to yourself to bring through for those people to help solve those problems. This is how you will specify. And we are using simply the vocation as an example. But you can do the same in other areas of life as well. We hope this has been helpful. Very interesting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is it helpful to you? Yeah, because I know it's like you have a library and you want to lend a book, the right book to the right person. But not every book is good for every person, right? Or in every stage of life. So you have to meet it in the right place. So the option to have a lot of things and know which one could speak because eventually I'm I'm thinking everything is like a frequency in many forms, but everyone can connect to something that they can relate to and absorb better. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and you said about the supplements, I think it's because I'm, I'm working for, um, for doTERRA as a, I'm not selling it. I'm just doing the customer service for the, for the Israeli market mainly. And so I'm, uh, I'm around all this essential oils and supplements all the time. And when I speak to them, I'm looking at the energetic levels and stuff. And I give this information to them. It's not that I have any education more than what I acquired, but um, yeah. That's awesome. See, so you need to just kind of hone in a little bit based on what came through. It's like, what's the, what kind of women it's I'm, it's lighting up as women. Well, because women are into doTERRA, not that men aren't, but right. you know, what kind of women do you want to help and what do you want to help them with? And yeah. that's where you're going to get more narrowed. And then you can keep doing all the things you love and just allowing that to come through. They don't care what your toolkit is. Right. Right. It's the energy. By the way, the Akashic records are a lighting up for you. Do you have do you use the Akashic records? I'm not sure. I always hear these terms and I'm not sure what it means, honestly. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, inside of my sacred visionary group, they get the full course, beginner yeah. and dance of Akashic records, and we use them. It's the records of the infinite potential. It's lighting up for you in a big way. I guess it's a good thing. 
Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, the records are so awesome. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, Tamara. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're lovely. Thank you. And what's interesting is that a lot of the information that um, that you shared, Lori, is, is, was not just for Tamara, was not just for Evie. It was, you know, relevant for all of us as well. So we can definitely take... Um, some of that information for ourselves as well, because I'm sure, you know, we are all also resonating with the information that came through because it's going to be the truth, you know, so, you know, some pieces might be relevant or specific to tomorrow or Evie, but most of it, I think is, you know, relevant to all of us as well. So thank you. So I want to uh, say, something because we're going to, I'm going to wrap, even though I know yeah. we, I'm sorry, I couldn't get to everybody, but it's, been two hours and I'm ready to walk my dog. But mm-hmm. I want to say something to you. I really mean this, Alara. And I have been on many, many interviews in my life, like many podcasts and many radio shows. And I really enjoy working with you. And that's why I keep coming back. I am so grateful. I feel like in my opinion and in my experience with you, you create a container that is so safe uh, it's it's like you create a safe container for, I can't speak for every speaker, but as a speaker, for the speaker to bring forward great stuff, you're not at all like um, uptight or constrictive, which sometimes it's a little more challenging, you know, to mm-hmm. be a speaker and bring through the very best if the host or if the producers or whomever are, you know, rigid or tough. And I just think that you are really doing great work here by holding a container that allows so much unfiltered, you know, authenticity to come through and for creating safe space for your speaker. I love working with you and I love being on your show because you allow greatness to come through because you do that. So I'm just saying thank you so much for having me. I I love you, sister. And I really sincerely, I just hope that everything goes so great and well for you and for Robert, especially with your move, your packing and <laughs> thank you. Um having me. Yeah, I've I've, I've oh I've, so I've tears and everything, but thank you for that for for saying all that because it's that is my intention to be a safe space for the speakers, but also for the audience as well, the community as well, and for all of us to be able to share what what is true for us right and we all need more support more wisdom more awarenesses etc and so yeah so thank you and um the work that you're doing is is amazing and and what you're sharing with the channeling and just your own wisdom and all the activations and work that you've done for so long you know it's like we need that right it's 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 important we and that support is available for us and we just need to step out of our own little comfort zone and say yes i'm going to take that step and i'm going to do this i'm going to get this support i'm going to receive this wisdom i'm going to receive this energy this activation this download so that i can continue to grow and be the better version of myself so thank you for seeing that within me i so appreciate that thank you Uh, love you too. Oh my God, don't make me cry some more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you everybody for being here and sharing this wonderful space with us. Please, please, please go back and watch and or listen to this again. The replay will be out a little bit later, but go back and watch or listen because there's so much wisdom here, right? 
um, with, with everything that we, we talked about, the channeling, everything. There's so much information and wisdom that is going to, if you're willing to receive it, it will help you to transform and be the next better version of yourself. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you everybody Love for you your on. questions, comments, feedbacks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all so much love and blessings always. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye for now.